Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the True Blue Podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Sicardi. You can find me on Instagram at True Blue Podcast. Same on Twitter, True Blue Podcast. Actually, uh, you can also find me on the CoStar app, which is an app about like astrology and shit that my friend Kate, shout out to Kate, got me into. And also at True Blue Podcast. It's kind of a neat little app. You put in all your like shit when you were born, what time, and all that. The day, of course. And then it tells you all this awesome shit about your fucking, you know, your fucking signs and your fire and your moons and shit. It's cool. It's got like a social media vibe kind of. Um, and it's cool. It's uh, it's it's just kind of neat. I don't really put too much um, stock into like astrology shit, but it's it's fun. It's like a hobby. You know what I'm saying? I don't get too, too crazy into it. Um, happy Easter, everybody. Uh, tomorrow is Easter, or by the time you listen to this, it'll be Easter. So happy Easter, to everybody! He is risen. I love God. Um, so that's that's awesome. It's a great re great renewal time, you know. I mean, it's pretty amazing. The story of Jesus and just like sacrifice and him, like just yeah, like ascending to heaven. It's, pretty it's a it's a very beautiful story even if you're not religious like the story itself is very beautiful so i went to church recently or recently what the fuck i go all the time i uh i went on a good friday and they reenacted the passion which is like when jesus ultimately was like put to death and it was kind of interesting they had like these young kids these like teenagers doing it and there was a part where Jesus' mother, Mary, like, comes up to him and, like, consoles him. And I got a little emotional because it's just, like, mother and son, you know? Just seeing mother and son. Again, like, you don't, if you're not even into religion, just the, the whole mother and son, like, relationship. It was just very touching, very beautiful. Um, and it was probably really, really tough for Mary to see her son, you know, be crucified and murdered. But there was a part where she just went up to him and consoled him. It was just so, I don't know, just very, very beautiful. Um, so, yes, happy Easter, everybody. Um, feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Um, yeah, I got a bunch of new recording equipment. I'm getting an iPad on Monday. So my next episode will be a little diff. So excited about that. Uh, and let's let's just fucking get into it. Let's get into since we last motherfucking spoke. Alright, you get the gist here. Since we last spoke is ultimately since we last spoke. I'm catching you up. So I'm back on my bullshit. I'm chewing gum again at the gym. Um, probably a long time before uh, since I was chewing gum. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a breath mint motherfucker. Um, but at the gym, it's just nice to chew gum. I don't know. There's a certain like vibe, I guess, or a certain energy that goes along with it. And uh, I'm feeling good. Feeling pretty good. Going to the gym again. I mean, I've been I've been always going to the gym. Let me just say, but I'm. Swimming less and doing more weight training, which feels really good. A lot, a lot more stretching and shit. And I'm back on my bullshit chewing some gum. 
I had a friend, uh, I was kind of, I don't know, talking, you know, venting to him, and he said to me, easy does it. Easy does it. It's good advice. Um, so I had a birthday recently. It was amazing. Shout out to all my friends and family who reached out to me and spent my birthday with me or texted me or thought of me or whatever. It really means a lot. So I went, uh, one of the things I did is I went to the mall and I bought some sneakers. And uh, here's how I know I'm getting older. The way that they lace these sneakers up, it's like fucking like a big like trigonometry fucking math problem. Like whatever happened to like crisscross, like the way they lace these fucking shoes up, I'm like, I, I can't keep up. I'm fucking getting older or something. I don't know. It's beyond me. Um. Yeah, and I uh, so I went to a show the day after my birthday. I saw this band Overwhelm, Self Neglect, Cosmic Beams, and Military Gun. So the band Overwhelm is a coworker of mine. Shout out to her, and they were really good. And I'm not just saying that because she's my coworker. Trust me, they were really good. They're like a shoegaze punk emo hardcore band. Really good mix. I I got to hand it to them. They were really excellent. Uh, next band, Self Neglect. They were good. They reminded me of like the old basement shows I used to go to because they had this like emo, like screamo vibe where like a lot of the lyrics are just like yelled and fucking doesn't even need a mic. Really emotional shit. Oh, and what I liked is before every song, he talked about um, what the song was about. And it's interesting because I don't always agree with all the shit. You know, like all the politics and all the things that, you know, that they're singing about. But I support it in the sense of like, I love the expression. I love people's passion. Even if I'm not really into it, it's just great that there's a place where people are expressing these ideas. Uh, And it was kind of cool, a bit nostalgic to like see a a band talk about their songs. And then the next band was Cosmic Beams. They're like this band from uh, Farmington uh, in Mexico. They're all like native dudes. And they were really good too. They had this cool, again, they had like a punk, hardcore, shoegaze vibe, really melodic. And they were all really nervous. And they sounded really good. They didn't fuck up. And uh, yeah, I went up to them afterwards and they were like telling me that they were nervous. And I thought, oh, you guys are great. And then the headliner was a band called Military Gun, which is a band I've been so into in the last fucking like four or five months. Loved them. Love them. They played a really good show. Afterwards, I actually got to talk to the singer. And I told him, why don't you play this song called Stuck in a Spin? I love the song. It's my favorite by them. And they were telling me that, or he was telling me that it doesn't really go over well. It's not really like a high, like, uh, like a high intensity song, which I disagree. Great fucking lyrics. I love the song. It really speaks to my soul. I even told him. I said, I love that song. The the last like um, the last line of the song he yells I'm changed. He yells I'm changed, and it's just so dope. And it was really cool to tell the person who wrote the song what it what it uh, what it meant to me. He was really gracious. He was losing his voice, so and he was kind of sick, so he didn't he didn't uh, we didn't talk too long. But he was really cool, and it was just a great experience. One thing I love about punk and hardcore is the you can access these bands you can go talk to them before or after the show sometimes they're at their at their merch booth 
And it's it's awesome because they write such passionate lyrics and such passionate music that really moves you. And to be able to go up to them and say, "Hey, this really this really changed. You know, this really helped me in my life." Just a beautiful thing. Another thing about the show, uh, I could smell some bo. Uh, I'm not going to name the band, but I talked to one of the one of the bands. It's not Cosmic Beams or well, uh, I'm not going to say, but uh, the fucking singer had bo, and it was like kind of fun because I thought this is punk. You know, this is definitely punk. Um, it was cool. They were talking to, well, part of the show, you know, people were saying, fuck the government, which was awesome. I'm seeing a lot of mustaches. Mustaches are, like, coming back, like, from, I guess, the 80s. It's so funny with styles. Like, who, like, borrows from them? You know, and, like, it's just, like, mustaches. Like, I'm seeing all these douchebags with mustaches at at the show, at the gym, Mostly at the gym is what I mean about that douchebag comment. I'm like, come on, you're so boring. You fucking follow with all these trends. You're you, now you're a mustache guy. Fuck off. Um, and the thing about the show, a lot of people wearing black. That was cool. Lots of black. It's pretty cool. Um, wanted to talk about numbers really quick. So I'm born March 28th. Uh, when I see the time 3:28, and I happen to look at you know clock or whatever and it's that or my phone it fucking feels amazing it's almost like God is letting me know he loves me when he shows me these fucking numbers my birthday 777 which is uh, God's number um, three, 311 which is that fucking band but my dear friend Megan rest in peace it's her favorite band so when I see 311 when I look at the clock or someone's address or phone number whatever wherever you see this fucking wherever you see these series of numbers it, it it's fucking God telling me he loves me and he's shouting out like in this instance my friend Megan 138 which is a misfit song it's awesome when I see that 333 it's like an Irish lucky numbers thing uh, and just it's it's appeasing to the eye too when you see 333 uh, 234 my friend's old address who used to run a bunch of punk and hardcore shows in his garage 222 which is uh, from a song by the Juliana Theory um 143, which means I love you. 1, I, 4, love, L-O-V-E, you, uh, 3, I love you. Numbers are fucking powerful. And it's amazing when you see them just randomly. I mean, how can it not be God telling me he loves me? How can it not be my friend shouting me out, saying, hey, I'm here. My fucking spirit's here. Like, what are the odds? I look at the fucking time, and it's 311. Or I see someone's address, and it's it's 311. There are no coincidences. At least not in that fucking manner. Um, yeah, I'd say that since we last spoke. You know, I'm chewing gum. I'm fucking going to punk shows. You know, smelling B.O. <laughs> so, yeah, let's get into the self-care tip of the week. Alrighty, well the last couple episodes I've been working on are uh, talking about like uh, tips of how to have a healthy conversation. Um, and this week, uh, finishing it off, I'm going to talk about what can I control during a difficult conversation. Oh no, sorry, that's what it is. I was talking about having a difficult conversation and a couple tips and tricks and shit, how to, how to have them. So this is from My Mental Health Space on Instagram. Shout out to that page. So what can I control during a difficult conversation? Here it goes. My language. 
Very true. I curse, okay? I know where I'm coming from. I know what fucking my intentions are. But sometimes curse words, you know, they're not for everybody. Especially when in difficult conversations, it's good to try to keep it, you know, keep it light. What else can I control during a difficult conversation? My boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Boundaries are super important, which I honestly, I didn't know much about boundaries. I mean, at all. I knew when they were broken, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, having boundaries that you can control. Uh, next one is my openness to solve the problem. Very true. I mean, what are you what are you talking for? Just to vent? Haven't you already done that? Solve the problem. Resolution. Next one is my focus on responding rather than reacting. Ah, this is a good one. Act on life rather than react to it. Great advice from the from the twelve step. Focus on responding rather than reacting. That's good. Next one is my intention to find a solution instead of dwelling on the problem. That goes along with the kind of the openness to solving a problem. But my intention to find a solution instead of dwelling on the problem. God damn. Uh, forgive me, but uh, yeah. Focusing on solution, dwelling on the problem. Don't be a fucking victim and just dwell on the fucking problem. Focus on a damn solution. Next one is my willingness to compromise. These are tough. These are not easy. But, you know, meet meet someone halfway. You know, give a little. Next one is my willingness to look to look for my contribution. You know, sort of what you're contributing, what your part in this is, how you're meeting someone halfway. Uh, next one is how well I listen to the other person. Listening, it's over, it's fucking underrated rather. Listening. Listen. Literally, put yourself on mute and just let the fucking person talk. And then when you think that they're done, stay quiet because they're not done. They're going to keep talking. And last but not least, on what can I control during a difficult conversation is how curious I am about their perspective. Be curious. Try to see it from their perspective, which is really tough. Sometimes when I'm feeling a certain way, I know I'm right, I'm this, I'm that, I'm so fucking, you know, into it. But really try because, I mean, you know, we're all just so damn different. So that, again, was what I can control during a difficult conversation. That was from my mental health space on Instaham. Let's go ahead and read some damn poetry. All right, so I've been all about the library lately. I always loved li- I always loved libraries as a kid. Cuz just to think you can go somewhere where there's all this fucking free shit. You're supposed to be quiet. And I came from a household where there was a lot of distractions, a lot of noise. So I would go to the li- to the library as a kid and I would read, I would study. Um and it was it was great. So I uh got a library card at the Corrales Library right by my house. It's a really quaint library. It's really, really cool actually. Um, they got all, it's it's pretty big too and it's an old ass building. So it's, it's really, really cool. I fucking love it actually. I wish it were open on Sundays but I go on my other day off Monday and I also go like during the week and shit. 
So it's it's awesome. Uh, anyway, I found this book called Through Youthful Eyes. Okay, it's Japanese Japanese children's senru poems in English translation. Senru is a Japanese form of short poetry, kind of similar to to uh, haiku poetry. It's got th- three lines. I don't think it really fucks with syllables, uh, but they tend they tend to be sort of on the humor side, very sweet. Um, can talk about nature, um, but it's it's sort of like a haiku, but it, it doesn't follow along with the syllables, and it has a, a certain humor to it. So this is a book from these kids in fucking Japan. Let me see when this was fucking written. I think it was like probably had to have been like the nineties. Does it even say? Let's see. Let me see. If it does say, it's definitely not in English. Okay. All right, so um, I'm going to read some poetry from this. All right, let's see here. All right. And again, these are just fucking kids in Japan. Like, they're from, like, grammar school to middle school to high school. All right, let me fucking... Find this one here. Let me turn on my fucking desk light so I can read this shit. I mean, I can read. I'm not blind, but you know what I'm saying? Okay. Reading a book, the story continues in my dreams. Fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. My friend's not at school, so I'm worried. I mean, how sweet, right? How fucking sweet is that? That's so awesome. All right, let's see here. I like underlined a bunch of these, so I'm going in a specific kind of order here. So you're going to hear some pages turning. From the photo, my classmate's voice. Read that another way. From the photo, my classmate's voice. Fucking awesome. These kids are deep. They are deep. My old shoes got my thanks as I threw them away. Fucking awesome. This was in the fucking kids section too. It said like um, the, the, the heading on the section was sports poetry. Which there should have been a comma because I thought sports poetry. How fucking dis- you know how specific? Uh, but it was separated. But still really cool. Right, let's see this next one. Read your book. The adult says, and I read the comic. Oh shit! When I was a kid, I uh, I didn't really. I mean, I didn't really like reading, but I love reading comics. And I had this awesome teacher named Mrs. McKenna. Shout out to her. And uh, we had this thing where you could read, like, four books, uh, I don't know, for, like, a semester and get some prize or whatever. And she let me read, like, maybe it was, like, ten comics instead of four books. So I read fucking all these awesome comics. She was so dope. Because the idea is getting getting the kids to read. You know what I'm saying? All right. Next one here. Flowers in bloom. Hearts soften. Mother's Day, my heart alone, I'll send. (laughs) My heart alone, I'll send? I mean, gosh. Oh, by gosh, oh, golly. All right. 
so I can underline this one. Oh yeah, here it is. For the still not served meal, chopsticks separated. For the still not served meal, chopsticks separated. Again, we're in Japan. How cool is that? You know, they're anticipating the still not served meal. The chopsticks don't have to be separated, but they are. They're excited. Going to schools. Now, going to schools a pleasure when I fall in love. Never forget those, like, crushes you had in high school or grammar school or fucking whatever. Like, major day. Fucking major day. Shout out to Sandy McVetty and Alex Sarubi. Shout out to Jenny Shovlin. Shout out to fucking who else I have a crush on. Mm, I don't know, a hundred other women, girls. Uh, let's see. 57... My bicycle feels heavy on on Mondays. I'll start over. My bicycle feels heavy on Mondays. Fucking awesome. All right, let's see, huh? Father, again wordless at my report card. Uh-oh, someone didn't do too well. couple more here. Volunteer that girl's smile as I wanted to see. So awesome. Report card opened immediately. I close my eyes. Oh, no, sorry. Let me read this properly. Report card opened immediately. I close my eyes. There we go. Much better. Okay. My club's great. Music's great. Summer's great. I love her, but meekly can't speak my affection. How sweet, right? How sweet is that? These kids and their affection and shit. Alright, a couple more here. A couple more. My dear, Grandma often stayed the kitchen. Let me read this a little differently. My dear grandma often stayed the kitchen. Pretty dope. Pretty dope. All right, let's see here. Let's go. In a lifetime, how many times is goodbye spoken? Pretty deep for these kids, you know what I'm saying? Pretty damn deep. For study and for play, different friends. Fucking awesome. Everyone else looks brilliant during the exam. So true. At the interview, lies I would never tell, I tell. Amen. All right, last one here. Fall in love and become beautiful. What a lie. You know, a lot of misconceptions about that kind of shit. That's what I'll say. But how great is that? Fucking all those poems. And these are kids. 
it's so sweet how like innocent they are and they're like perspectives on things. It just, it's so nice. It's like refreshing. And I got it from a library in a kid's section. I mean, it makes sense of course, but how fucking awesome is that? All right, let's get on to the true blue playlist. On my birthday, I went to Filter Skate Shop. Shout out to them. They're in Albuquerque. And uh, they were playing a skate video, and the song was on, and it was real catchy. And I tried to bust out my Shazam on my phone, and it wasn't fucking working. So I said to the guy, I go, what is this? And he was telling me, I forget the name of the skate company, but they're like a Swedish skate company or some shit, and uh, they play a lot of that kind of music, he was saying. So he was like, they're probably from Sweden. So I remembered the fucking lyrics, so even though Shazam failed me, I just typed it into the um, fucking Googles, and I found it. It was this band called The Cry. The song is called Alone. You kind of get where the theme is, right? (laughs) The band is called The Cry, and the song is called Alone. Um, And it's on their album called Beautiful Reasons. Now talk about a cool way of hearing new music. You just had a skate shop. They're playing a skate video, and this song comes on because it's played during the skate video. How fucking cool is that? How cool is that? Um, this band, it, it 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 was like one of those songs where I'm like, how do I not know this? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do I fucking not know this? It's usually a good sign for it being a good song, good band, or just, you know, good music. But yeah, it's one of those bands that you're not sure that you that that you've heard before. They're very like dream pop. It, it made me think of uh, uh, very '90s like um, bands like The Cure, New Order, Oasis a little bit. This band, The Ocean Blue, they're not too well known, but they're they're kind of in the same category. And again, very very catchy. Uh, a lot of repetition in the in the lyrics with the chorus, but it's so good. And of course, you know, catchy lyrics. Um. Yeah, so just a great fucking song. I'm gonna read you these fucking lyrics here. Uh, again, they are much more catchier than I'm. I'm about to uh, read through. All right, the song is called "Alone." Have you ever sat on an empty beach with the sun and the stars and the sea so deep and ask yourself again, "Is this for me?" With a piece of paper as blank as night and the words don't seem to come out right, and you ask yourself again, "Is this for me?" Have you have you ever sat on an empty cliff with the sun and the stars and the sea adrift and ask yourself again, is this for me? Do you wish you had all the things you need? Do you wish you had all the things you see? And ask yourself again, is this for me? Is it enough now to be alone? Is it enough now to be on your own? Is it enough to be alone? Is it enough now to be on your own, to be on your own? I do know. Have you ever sat on an empty beach with the sun and the stars and the sea so deep and ask yourself again, is this for me? Do you wish you had all the things you need? Do you wish you had all the things you see? Is it enough now to be alone? Is it enough now to be on your own? Is it enough now to be alone? Is it enough now to be on your own, to be on your own? I mean, how good is that? And that's the part that I was like, all right. I went to Google those fucking lyrics, and it just came up. And the album's really good. It's like 40 minutes, 10 songs. Um, and, it, again, it has that vibe. you like, this is so fucking familiar. 
but it it's not one it's not something I've ever heard before. I don't even think they have any other albums. Just just this one album, Beautiful Reasons, and it's very like very eighties nineties, like the vibe, the like the cover art and shit. But it's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. All right, I'm going to talk about another song, and I'll give you two. You know, it's fucking two for fucking whatever. You know, I just had a birthday, so I'm feeling pretty pretty generous. This next song is called, or sorry, this next song is by, by Molly Nielsen. It's called Hey Moon. It's on her album called These Takes Time. These, excuse me, These Things Take Time, which is a Smith song, so that really triggered me, which I, I love. Uh, came out in 2009. This is very much a dark wave song. Um, very hypnotic beat to it. Great flow, and of course, lyrics. It sets a great mood, too. Uh, she has a very like kind of monotone voice, but very very beautiful. Um, obviously, it's a got. A, I shouldn't say obviously, but it's a electronic vibe here. But it's so good. And what's cool, I looked at all her album art, and it's all like um, black and white, and these like different kind of shapes. And I love when like artists, bands, they keep with a theme. There's this punk band in the 2000s called Page 99, and all their albums were called Document. So Document 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I love that. I love, like, that theme. Themes are very, in, to me, themes are very important when it comes to art. All right, so here are the lyrics for Hey Moon. I know it's been so long since we saw each other last. I'm sure we'll find some way to make the time pass. Hey Moon, it's just you and me tonight. Everyone else is asleep. Hey Moon. If I was to fall, I would fall so deep. Though I doubt I'm gonna, you can wake me if you wanna. And your pale round face makes me feel at home in any place I would happen to be at a quarter past three. The moon chased the sun out of the sky. Goodbye, sun. The night's begun. The moon chased the sun out of the sky. Goodbye, sun. The night is mine. Hey, moon. It's just you and me tonight. Everyone else is asleep. Hey, moon. If I was to fall, I would fall so deep. Though I doubt I'm gonna, you can wake me if you wanna. I would hate for you to hang there alone the whole night, though. And I would love to spend the whole night just looking at you. And those seeds, and those seeds, little stars you spread around, they make such a dramatic background. I don't care for sunbeams, no, I need the night to feed my dreams. And that's why the moon chased the sun out of the sky. Goodbye, sun, the night's begun. The moon chased the sun out of the sky. Goodbye, sunshine. The night is mine. Hey, moon, my old friend. Hey, moon, the night is coming to an end. Hey, moon, come back soon. Fucking awesome. So that's a twofer right there. Which recently was the pink moon. The full moon in fucking April is the pink moon. It's like it's the first spring full moon, number one. And uh, supposedly Easter is always after the full moon. It's a Sunday after the, the full moon, which is pretty dope. And then uh, it's pink moon. It's called a pink moon because of some like flower that fucking grows. The moon's not really pink, and it's also uh, a great Nick Drake song and album. So there's some uh, little little trivia there. But yeah, that's session seventy five. Thanks for rolling with me. Stay tuned. I'm going to be making some changes here soon. So stay tuned. Everyone have a happy Easter. Be good to yourself. God bless. Mm-hmm.